0: Hey David, Yo, what's up? Do
1: you know what I hate?
0: Well, I know you hate a lot of things, but what is it this week?
1: I, I, I hate when there's a franchise that you give lots of money to, and they're like, "Oh, new season, new map, all this stuff happening," and then you finally get on that new season and new map, and everything they promised you was like a a lie or a fabrication of the truth. Yes, friends, I'm talking about another disappointing episode of Call of Duty. So the new Caldera map (laughs) dropped and the guns are all like messed up. Like they'll just glitch in your hand and they'll look all like spiky polygrams or polygons, not polygrams. Um, The other thing that's kind of really annoying is a lot of the game modes right now don't let you use all the guns that you've had previously from like other battle passes. So all that money you've sunk into the game, you can't use it unless you're in like specific game modes and that's not on the big map or the rebirth map so a lot wow. of people
0: are pissed kind of sounds like a you problem because you keep giving them money
1: uh, and I then bitching you
0: know, about it afterwards
1: i i gave them a little bit of money again. <laughs> yeah
0: you know what's um you know what's not gonna cause problems and glitch out hopefully what's that this episode of the Scene on screen podcast
1: it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Scene On Screen podcast with your host, Sean and David. Welcome, welcome, welcome to an exciting episode of Scene On Screen, where, of course, myself and David...
0: Talk about the things you love.
1: Yes. And, and uh,
0: <laughs> the things we hate.
1: I'm not going to lie there. When you said, uh, you know, it doesn't glitch out. I was like, oh, hopefully not us because of our <laughs> last episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so no one would know this, but we tried to record this episode uh, earlier. Um, some of you guys might have remembered me being on a work adventure in the Great White North. Um, and the, apparently the Wi-Fi in the hotel was horrible. So uh we tried How recording. Was it? it was it was so bad that uh our audio would keep cutting out like halfway through recording. Not even halfway, like we'd get a sentence in and then it would cut out.
1: Yeah, it was pretty brutal, but we're here now. Yeah.
0: We're you know here what now. What's that? Have you seen teddy Grahams lately in the stores? Can you still get teddy Grahams?
1: That is a great question. I walked into a showcase today. And they have Dunkaroos. Like, they're the only people who can sell them or something. Really? Yeah. Also, I didn't post this on social media, but I thought I struck gold. Uh, A few weeks ago, I was in Toronto and I went to a sugar store. or It was called, like, Sugar Rush or something. And I bought a pack of uh, Pokemon Oreos. I bought, like, a few other things that you can't buy at normal grocery stores and stuff. I almost bought the Chick-fil-A sauce, but Pokemon Oreos.
0: Did uh, we forget about those your your good pal, David, who got you those special marshmallows? Didn't we talk about that on an episode? I don't think we did, but we're talking about candy now.
1: Yes, my my very good pal, David, went out of his way to get me a bag of Lucky Charms marshmallows and some uh, Haribo Colos and a Duff can of orange drink.
0: It wasn't very good, the Duff drink. Did you have It, it?
1: It tasted like orange club soda.
0: It was yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, there's a a store in London, Ontario that they specialize in just candies
1: from all around the world and
0: different things that you you can't easily get in Canada.
1: They illegally acquire stuff, bring it over the border and sell it to you for exorbitant prices.
0: Well, I wouldn't say it's illegal. they just import it stuff where they buy stuff that's not you know normally distributed here. And the prices aren't too, too bad. Some things are kind of expensive for what they are. But uh, they had like, a, actually, do you want? <laughs> I bought a bunch of candy and stuff like that for myself as well. But uh, you go into the store and it's kind of like, you know, those days that we would go through a bunch of different retro game stores and you don't even really think of the price until that you're at the uh, checkout. Yeah. Yeah, so when I went there and I was buying a bunch of stuff, for, I was getting some stuff for you, some stuff for for me, and then next thing you know, I'm it's like fifty six dollars, <laughs> and that's like oh my god! Uh, Yo, but so
1: that's where I was going to totally go with the it. rest of that story. So I bought like uh, uh like a a big Reese's bar, which was kind of cool, and we bought some like candies and stuff. Then I buy this pack of Pokemon Oreos. I was like, holy shit, this is so cool. And, like, you know the word out there. Like, if you find a Mew cookie, people are willing to buy the cookie for, like, $5,000. Yeah. People are stupid. I, I literally looked up one of these bags of cookies, and they were selling for, like, $50 on Facebook Marketplace. And I was like, holy, if I could buy this for, like, $5, maybe I'll buy a few. And then the girl was like, yeah, that'll be $28. I was like, for what? The bag of cookies was, like, $12. And I was in a showcase today. And it was like fourteen bucks for a slip of Oreos. Wow! Because like it's like a fourteen dollar lottery ticket.
0: That's crazy. And yeah, they
1: they were anniversary cookies.
0: And guaranteed, there's someone that's just buying them just to eat them. (laughs) Well, they're cookies. Five thousand
1: dollar mew. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh well, you know what? Um, It's that time of year though, where we get candy.
1: Yeah, I like candy.
0: Um, and not only just do we get candy, but a jolly fat man breaks into our houses and sh- fills our socks with candy. And
1: he does. <laughs> I, th- I thought we were going to talk about mini golf first.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what? This is also Christmas, too. That's a or that's a holiday thing, too. You
1: I know mean, what? it this is, is
0: probably probably the best gift we could have gotten this year, actually.
1: Customizable characters and oh, walk about mini golf.
0: So everyone, all, all of our listeners are, if you haven't figured it out by now, Sean and I are huge advocates and we love the game Walkabout Mini Golf um, available
1: on Oculus and Steam.
0: Yeah. And probably elsewhere that I, we just don't know about, but um, the developers, really nice guys and gals um and they have given the community something that we've been hoping for for a while customizable avatars and another map
1: yeah the shadow law,
0: yeah um so how excited are you for this
1: i'm very excited uh i don't know uh, if i'm going to set myself up as a blue face person or like a cop with a mustache or Mr. T. I don't know. There's so many like some of the avatars that they're showing off are cool. I think they said there's a quadrillion different combinations that you can make. Huh. It's insanity.
0: Um, my only concern is that if they start, like it would be cool if they started getting licensed avatar stuff and maybe doing licensed maps or courses, Right. Yeah, My only concern is that because they're getting into the uh, paid DLC realm, that if we get into these licensed Avatar stuff, that uh, it's just going to start turning into a microtransaction hell. Yeah, but, uh,
1: I, I'm not super, super worried about that quite yet. I'm like. I haven't actually turned on the game yet to see if Shangri-La is a paid DLC or it's free as part of the Gardens of Babylon DLC. Uh, because Either it's way, like Dol- we're probably Dol- going to buy it, it anyways. Yeah, but <laughs> all the cosmetic features are free. I kind of yeah. hope they let you do things. Like, I know you can earn different golf clubs, but I hope you can, like, get a golf glove too.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd Just be your, cool. Just for your
1: one hand, yeah. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah, so um, my Oculus is actually... In a shipping container, not yet on its way to my new home in the northern wilderness of Canada. So I might have to uh, pull that out and we'll have to get a game in.
1: Yeah, you'll have to, because I definitely am going to play a bunch over the next little bit. I know.
0: And you know what? I think you should wait for me to get at least my system set up so that uh,
1: to play the new map.
0: Yeah, so we can play the new map and ex- get all the the hidden balls.
1: Oh, but I I'm so impatient. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, don't
0: don't worry. Actually, yeah, no, we could probably do that in the evening. And for all of those people wondering if we're ever going to have another hangout before I go off into the great unknown, you'll be happy to know that yes, Sean and David will ride
1: once more. <laughs> For our annual picture in front of J and J's, and
0: then, uh, but this time is a little special. This time we are um, bringing along
1: wallet detectors,
0: wallet detectors. <laughs> Two people who will be judging our every move.
1: It's going to be really <laughs> weird when we start holding hands and they're not.
0: <laughs> I was just, gonna,
1: <laughs> I was just going to say that.
0: I was just going to say that they're going to be like walking behind us, and then they will be like, "What the fuck are they doing?" And like, as our hands, like as our fingers intertwine, not just like, you know, like holding hands, like kids do in the playground. No, like, you, you know, when you intertwine your fingers. No. All right. Move. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no but I'm pretty so- soaked for that. You know, we're going to have a game of uh, walkabout mini golf beforehand. Then I'm going to come down there and we're going to we're going to hit up some J&Js. Uh, there was an really arcade.
1: Wanna... Oh, Oh, wait, you want to you wanna go to the arcade, or? I thought we were just going to have, like, a nice chill night. Oh, know well,
0: we, ha- we have a few hours during the day to kill. That's true. And then also we could... Uh...
1: J&J's, with the speed you go through that store. <laughs> Ever since I was a little boy, I've just been looking at these board games. Back in my day,
0: there was only four board games.
1: Clue. <laughs> and, <then,
0: laughs> and then the store started bringing more games in, and, well... I entered a young whippersnapper and I have come out a grown man.
1: Point is, we are going to have a ton of fun. And yeah. it's not going to be the last time we hang out, obviously. No, we're, obviously we're, not. We're, 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 we're still going to be doing the podcast. We always have done it remotely. We're going to continue to do it remotely. We're just going to see each other a little bit less because somebody was selfish and had to move 18 hours away.
0: Yeah, blame she who
1: shall not Producted. be named. <laughs> all in good fun. Yeah. We're we're actually yeah. very happy for you guys. But yeah. that's not why we're here. We're here for what David was originally talking about earlier. Santa Batman has a list. Candy. Yeah, oh, Santa shit. has a list. He checks it twice. He's going to find out if these movies are naughty or nice. And what to our gleaming eyes should appear? But candy or coal for all these movies here. I didn't have the end of the rhyme made up in my that, head.
0: That was pretty good though. That was uh that was not bad at all.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna become a rapper, but it's also all gonna be Christmas carols. I think okay. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I mean, look at what we did with the meeples intro. And like we didn't even make a fancy intro for this one because I didn't have time. I had an extra week and I still didn't have enough time. I know. So Here's how the game works for those who are playing at home and you remember the original rules to cash or crap. Instead of us picking an actor and finding out if that movie was cash money or crapola, we are just going to find out if this movie has made the naughty, list, or the naughty list or the nice list. If it's naughty, it receives some coal. and If it's nice, it receives a good old pile of candy. This is going to be very difficult because Christmas movies are hard to judge as it is. Because there could be a third subcategory saying, is this a Christmas movie or a holiday movie?
0: Well, if it's a movie that you watch between like mid November and after December 31st, it feels kind of awkward to watch it. Then I would say it's like the same thing. It's a Christmas slash holiday
1: um, movie. Christmas pornography is out. Is that what you're saying?
0: Well, no, that's good. Anytime you want to feel jolly.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I will say as a disclaimer, they because don't call you
0: Rudolph of, for no reason,
1: because of David's <laughs> absolute ignorance when it came to Ryan Reynolds, uh, cult classic, just friends, just friends was left off the list of this holiday movie of cheer. And I bet you Damn. to this day, if I asked David what just friends is about, he couldn't tell me.
0: It's about this guy who is in love with this girl who just wants to be friends with him.
1: Yeah, sure. Friend zoned hard. Okay. You ready? You ready for the first movie?
0: Oh, and it's a doozy.
1: Hey, It it gave us the greatest line of all time out of a Christmas movie, aside from Merry Christmas, You Build the Animal. Mm -hmm. It is every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. And that's from It's a Wonderful Life. Starring a very young, dashing James Stewart and Donna Reed in 1946.
0: I don't have your money. It's in Bill's house, and it's in Ted's house. Hey, we actually didn't put any
1: of those movies on here,
0: did we? No, that's from It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Yeah, I know. But I was also thinking of like Scrooge. Man, this oh, list yeah. is all over the place. This is a
0: horrible list. Anyways, uh, speaking of horrible, uh, just like It's a Wonderful Life, this is a trash, naughty film.
1: Wow. I was just going to say <laughs> this movie was like a movie I never wanted to watch when I was a kid because you're a kid. You don't want to watch a black and white movie.
0: Exactly. That's about, why I hate
1: it. About a guy who tries to commit suicide on a bridge with his old Ford.
0: So the reason why I, I, I have,
1: I thought you were gonna tell me the reason why he wanted to kill himself. I was like, uh, well,
0: <laughs> no. So, well, you know how most families would Christmas Eve watch a Christmas movie, right? They get together, watch a movie, stuff like that, right?
1: Is this the the famous one at your parents' house?
0: So this movie, for the longest time, my father would force us to watch. Because he thought it was like the greatest Christmas movie of all time. So just imagine five. Well, this before my sister was born, four boys, all like under the age of, I don't know, 11, 12, being forced to watch It's a Wonderful Life because (laughs) your father enjoyed this movie. I hated this movie so much. And I still to this day hate this movie
1: it is an iconic film but david and i are putting it on the naughty list yeah
0: like i think it has its place in in classic christmas films classic class, classic christmas movies but um in the 2021 there's much better options if you had to choose
1: would you say if there was like a five Five movie Christmas pantheon would that be on it?
0: Um, I would, I would say no. I would like, say
1: you don't what? have to, you don't have to reveal the list right now. But like, I, I want you to think about that because this movie is like one of the first real Christmas movies, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know that, but I'm, but just because it was one of the first real Christmas movies doesn't mean that it. Is a movie that is it it deserves a spot in a top five Christmas movie a thon.
1: I I guess. Okay, mm. what's next? What do we got? we got? What do we got second? We've got the movie that's played at my parents' house every year. Um, and I love this movie. This movie is great. It's White Christmas, 1954. You know, George Clooney's mom is in it which is pretty cool. Rosemary Clooney, Bing Crosby, Danny K or Danny fucking K. If you ask, uh, um, Chevy chase, this movie <laughs> is legitimately, I, I think, I think this movie does really two things. It, it helps symbolize hope for a lot of people because like they were, they were military people, right? Mm-hmm. The the whole idea was this was a traveling show that was part of the military and they participated and it was really cool, but it was something to keep their minds off things over the holidays. It's pretty sweet. This movie. You know,
0: you know what? I honestly can't remember seeing this movie. I I know I've seen it, but I don't remember anything about this movie. Really? Yeah. It's like, I know this is a movie.
1: There's a very famous scene at the end when White Christmas is being played, and like the gates open and like a sleigh comes in from outside, and it was snowing. There's a scene on a train. There's a Flapper Girl. There's everything. Yeah. I I, I personally <sighs> yeah. believe this one is like one of the 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 Cash movies of all Cash movies when it comes to Christmas, but. I will also say solely because the, one of the biggest Christmas songs of all time appeared in this song, in this movie. So,
0: and is that what makes this movie probably so popular?
1: Um uh, no, it's the cast. It's like, well, it's yeah, it's equivalent it, of like the, it does the have Elvis a surfing movies, right? Like when Elvis did all his movies, people wanted to see those movies because of Elvis's music and Elvis's songs. Mm-hmm. Wow, I said music and songs. That's the same fucking thing. Um, <laughs> but people would see those. But like, you have Bing Crosby, who was like one of the biggest stars at the time, right? Yeah. And like dance and singing movies were really popular back then. Like you yeah, had like Singing in the Rain as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like Lots these musical type, uh, like Broadway musical type of show shows or movies were really popular. Um, I would say that this movie has a. Uh, Kind of like the uh, earlier, the previous one, It's a Wonderful Life. It has a place in classic Christmas movies. But in today's, when in comparison to other movies that are out there for movies that really can speak to people of all ages, I would say that this is still not, not there. I, I'm going to have to say this is on the naughty list.
1: Wow, I could not disagree with you more politely. I know. I, I think it would be on the nice <laughs> list solely because of the the one point that I did put. The fact that like no matter what age group watches this film, it is a cinematic masterpiece for the time. And two, it really it helps you feel warm. It gives you that hope of the holidays. It gives you that like nice fuzzy feeling. Not all movies do that. And like some of them on the list, yeah, like they're Christmas movies. They have a happy ending. But this one kind of has a little bit of everything.
0: Mm, so maybe, how, how I'll do have we, to, maybe I'll have to watch it again. But uh,
1: how how do we deal with ties in this case?
0: Ties could be what's like, what's something that nobody wants for Christmas? Ties is a, is a pair of socks.
1: Well, no, nobody <laughs> wants them on the coal. But yeah. Well, no. Like- it's like it's- yes, okay. We'll we'll call them we'll call it a stocking stuffer.
0: Oh yeah, that's a good one. Stocking stuffer.
1: All right. All next right. up. I didn't want to put these on the list cuz I searched out movies and you were like, "Put the claymation stuff on, you bastard." This is
0: not okay. claymation. It's stop it, animation.
1: It's stop anim. Oh, I guess Frosty was claymation, which is next next.
0: Fro- Frosty is a cartoon.
1: 1964 bro lives <laughs> and Rudolph the red nose reindeer.
0: Now i I'm cute. I was going to put this as more of like an honorable mention because it was more of a TV special. Like this was a made for TV movie, but this was a, like a full feature length. It was like 55 minutes. So it was pretty long for, a, for a stop animation film. And this is like the classic Rudolph the red nose reindeer story. You know, but a little more in depth because there's he befriends a little tiny elf and they fight the, the snow monster thing. I don't know. Like this movie. The Bumble? No, no, no. He's fights the big snow
1: Yeah, snow he calls monster. Him, Um Yukon Cornelius calls him a yeah, Bumble.
0: That's right. Yeah. Yukon, <laughs> Yukon Cornelius. Like, I don't know. This movie, it gives me elf vibes in the sense that i feel like elf took a lot of i don't know what made this movie so enjoyable like it was
1: you mean elf drew inspiration from from rudolph yeah
0: yeah 100% um you know like a a misunderstood character goes off on an adventure and finds his place in the world I will say quick. Can you say that you've never seen, like if this movie was playing on TV, almost always be watching you would, you'd be really you'll stop it.
1: No, I'll stop to watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This is an all time classic Christmas movie that I think people of all ages will, will stop to watch at least some of it.
1: I turn, I've turned it off like once in the last three years. that's because I wanted to watch a football game instead. (laughs) Um, I will say quickly, though, before we get into the next one with this, like, I think we're both putting it on the nice list. No, Mm -hmm. duh. These ones don't remind me of like that TV special. The TV special for me is like all of the other reindeer. um, The Flintstones save Christmas, the Jetsons and Flintstones Christmas, like that kind of stuff is TV specials to me. Yes, I never even
0: I never even realized that these were made for TV movies. That's how good they are.
1: Yeah, they're, they're not on the Women's Network. I have no idea. Or um, what's it called now? Hallmark.
0: Yeah, they're not on the Hallmark channel. All yeah, right. so this next one, though, it's a little shorter, I think.
1: I have some problems with this one. Why is that? Well, first of all, it's Frosty the Snowman, Jackie Vernon and Billy DeWolf. And then they kept remaking Frosty with Frosty Returns. And then yes. another Frosty the Snowman. The original cartoon is very well done. I think it was drawn really nicely. I think the way they they portrayed, like what could possibly be the imagination of a child making Frosty the Snowman appear, all fantastic. But was mm-hmm. this ever my favorite? No, I never was. Like put Frosty on. I was like put on fucking Rudolph while I was five. Um, no, th- like it wasn't like we had the tape, and yeah. it was just like I would skip it to go to other stuff.
0: Well, I think this was more of a, one of those things that was just put on the TV while you're doing other stuff. You know, like if you were uh, opening up presents on, well, not while you were opening presents, but you're playing with your gifts on Christmas day, right? Like you have Christmas movies on the TV as a kid and, or Christmas shows and you'd put on frosty, you know, it's not <laughs> something that you sit to pay attention to you sit because it's a Christmas thing and it's a good background
1: noise. I'm I'm just sad that like, Generations, like not necessarily the generation that we have as kin, but the one after that is not going to know about all these things. Yeah, it's too diluted now.
0: Now. uh, Frosty the Snowman versus the next one, Frosty Returns, I would pick the original, the OG Frosty over Frosty Returns any day. I just feel like this one has more... I don't know, emotion and spark to it. Whereas Frosty Returns just felt more, I don't know, materialistic almost like so.
1: Well, there was a tank. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I put Frosty on the naughty list.
0: You know what? I'm going to, I'll agree with you on that one because uh, like, like I said, it's not something that you have to stop to watch.
1: Um, coming up next on our list... Uh, The Year Without a Santa Claus, Mickey Rooney and Shirley Booth. This was another one that was all like, well, this was another like stop motion claymation kind of thingamajigger. And what was the bad guy's name? It wasn't it wasn't Jack. No, it was a snow miser.
0: It was heat miser and snow miser.
1: These things were terrifying when I was a child.
0: They were freaking amazing. I loved the the snow miser song.
1: I was like a little scaredy shit for these things, but
0: yeah, I wish I could. Uh, I wish I could. I had the little sound clip set up for this one. This, <laughs>
1: I wish I could rewatch it this, for the first time.
0: The, the music in this, in this series or this movie is so well done. Um, The thing is, is that they, well, kind of like white Christmas, you know, like that movie had, the song, White Christmas, that was a very popular thing. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song. This movie doesn't really have any popular Christmas music, right? Nothing really came popular from it. But in and itself, it has some really good musical pieces. And I absolutely love the friggin' Miser Brothers, the Snow Miser and Heat Miser. There, so the story behind this one, if n- anyone hasn't seen it, it's kind of, I would say it's a little more obscure. Not many people have seen this one. I don't, I feel like. Uh, but essentially Santa Claus gets the feeling that kids just don't care anymore. And so he wants to take the year off. And. Um,
1: Who doesn't feel that way from time to time?
0: I know, right? So then uh, everyone has to go on an adventure to convince Santa to get back to work. Anyways, I will watch this one over Rudolph's Red-Nosed Reindeer any day.
1: Well, we gave it a nice list on our rankings. Do you agree? I
0: I do. Now, there is a uh, 2006 version of this movie (laughs) made for TV. (laughs) It looks horrible.
1: Yeah, I was just looking at the clips. I was like, what the fuck? Wow, I am swearing a lot for a Christmas episode. I am sorry.
0: But you know what the funny thing is? There's a lot of like swearing coming up <laughs> big, no name or big name actors in this uh TV version. John Goodman plays Santa Claus. Chris Kattan plays Sparky.
1: Yo, I love John Goodman, Santa Claus in Futurama because he's robot Santa.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, like there's, <laughs> I got to watch this movie. It has like a 3.8 on, on INDB. Uh, it looks, it looks horrible. But hey, I don't know. Maybe I'll.
1: Uh... <laughs> All right. Well, moving drink a the...
0: little. Maybe I'll drink a little too much eggy milk and uh, watch this milk. one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, moving the sleigh ride right along comes the movie that has it until recently has always had a Christmas Day marathon, where it would be twenty-four hours of a Christmas story on Turner Broadcasting. Really? Peter Billingsley, yeah, Melinda Dillon. Do you not remember that when you were a kid? Be uh, the same no. movie all day.
0: I always thought it was um, Christmas Vacation.
1: Nope, it's always this movie. Huh. Now I will tell you unequivocally, without a doubt, this movie is on the naughty list. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you- I did it. So, You're- what kid the Water- hell, man? Kid wanted a Red Ryder BB gun, and they didn't give it to him. So what did he do? He went and shot his own eye out. He's a dummy. No, all kidding aside, I that think did movie- not happen at all. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I think the movie is great for what it is, but this is a movie that has not withstood the 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 stands of time, especially cool. the Asian Carol Singer singers in the Denny's.
0: I mean, like, it's totally not politically correct anymore, but it's still a great movie.
1: And it's overplayed there. I said it. I said it. It's overplayed. It's out in the so, universe now.
0: This is the movie that I watch every Christmas Eve with my family. Once we discovered this movie, uh, we ended up making this uh, family tradition. And I have introduced She Who Shall Not Be Named To this movie and she also really Enjoys this one this is like a Great story of a kid Who like and we've all we can all Relate to uh, Ralphie We all Had that one thing that we wanted For Christmas and that's all we could think Of and we Wanted like you know we'd ask Santa for It and because you know when we're growing up That's how where we got our toys and our Presents from Santa brought them Yeah we can all relate to this And
1: can you relate to licking a a cold pole though?
0: Yes. Everyone's done that. Maybe not to the extent.
1: And I guess everybody can relate to getting a really ugly sweater from a grandparent
0: or something like, right? Like the, the thing about this movie is that it's really just a story about a kid in his day-to-day life leading up to Christmas. You know, there's this with his father, And the lamp and like all of that stuff. There's so much good. There's a ton of good stuff in this movie. And I think what makes this movie so good is because everyone can relate to it. It doesn't matter that the movie was made in 1983 and all the technology and everything was completely outdated. The fundamentals are still the same today.
1: I mean, people love Attack of the Clones and that movie is terrible.
0: I don't know anyone that likes attacking the clones.
1: That's the same people who love Rise of Skywalker.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm honestly, I can't agree with you. I have to say that this is an, on the nice list.
1: So we've got a stocking stuffer.
0: I hate you so much.
1: Yeah, now you know what it feels <laughs> like when I watch actual movies, and you go, I don't know this movie. I haven't seen this movie. I don't know this movie. <laughs> so according to everybody in the world except Bruce Willis... Bruce Willis and Alan Arkin star, oh, sorry, Alan Rickman, not Alan Arkman. Alan Rickman starred in the 1988 hit Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? Is it not a Christmas movie?
0: Well, it's listed uh, under the Christmas movie list in Disney Plus. So, and that's
1: good enough for me. Yippie ki yay so Mr. Falcon.
0: I guess it is a Christmas movie.
1: Do you remember the first time you learned it wasn't Yippie ki Mr. Falcon?
0: What I never heard. I've never heard that.
1: Okay. so uh, and I'm I may be. I'm just Googling it. while I say it, but I'm pretty sure the edited version on TV was Yippee Mr. Falcon. Yes, it was. Yeah, Yippee Mr. Falcon. Oh, that was Die Hard 2 as well. But they didn't say Yippee motherfucker. On syndicated broadcast, only anything after like 10 p.m. Mm hmm. This huh. movie, I remember the first time I watched it with my dad. I thought this was the coolest movie ever. There was guns, there was police, it was a Christmas movie. People were being shot up by Snape, which I wouldn't have known at the time. <laughs> this movie is everything. This and, is one of and my the part where he movies. has to
0: run on glass. That is probably it's so horrible. But
1: Jig Peralta in Brooklyn Nine Nine is based off of. Bruce Willis's character. Yeah,
0: um, I remember a few years ago, Landmark Cinemas was doing their five dollar classic movie um, line of stuff, right? Yeah, and they had Die Hard. So my buddy and I, we went to saw, and we went and saw Die Hard in the theater, and it was phenomenal. There's just something about sitting in a movie theater, watching like these older action flicks. Right. So I don't know. I would totally watch this any Christmas time. I'd watch this at any time. This is totally on oh, the nicest. I though. would
1: watch this in July. I would watch this with pie. Would you watch it on a couch? Would you watch it on the Jouge? Yes. All, all of the above.
0: What's a jouge?
1: It's. A, have you not heard of this? No. Oh my goodness. Okay. So. Christmas movie pause. There, there, there used to be this meme thread that started on Reddit where it was like, "What if we kissed?" Okay.
0: Yes, I know that one.
1: Yeah, so there was like, "What if we kissed on the cinder block?" And then it got like more extreme. And then somebody had, "What if we kissed on the jouch?" Which is a jouch made of jean like jeans.
0: But what's a jouch?
1: It's a couch made of jeans. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. It's never not funny to me. Uh, Okay, back to Christmas list. Speaking of never not funny (laughs) to me, you were to ask me, Sean, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Two of them are on this list, but this one takes the cake. Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Johnny Galecki, Randy Quaid, 1989, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Do we even have to talk about it to not know that it's on the nice list, but it's a naughty movie?
0: It it is totally on the nice list, and this is uh, there's one TV station that plays this like for 48 hours straight.
1: I I don't know of this, but I would like to. I I got it on Blu-ray this year.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, I wanna I wanna keep that memory alive forever. Yeah, no, this
0: movie is great. Uh, but uh, there's one person in my life that does not like this movie.
1: Oh my god.
0: I know, right? And it's
1: you're moving. (laughs) <laughs> Eighteen hours away with her.
0: I know. Um, I think I might have to pull a uh, a Clockwork Orange and <laughs> force her to watch the movie. Yeah, How do you she hates this
1: movie. Like I, don't I know, know my mom never wants to like it. watch it. My mom doesn't like it because my dad wants to watch it all the time.
0: It just has so many good jokes in it, and like the the National Lampoon's movie. Some of them are hit or miss, but this one has just always. This has stood up the test of time
1: yeah surprisingly no racism
0: uh is there
1: yeah i don't know i'm thinking i'm thinking it through
0: no I'm like most more the, eye, i
1: don't want to more tell so just
0: it. more so just adult jokes yeah if anything you know but for the most part like it's a it's a f- wholesome family christmas movie
1: i remember nice being like 12 years old and i learned that rant and my dad thought it was so funny and my mom did not agree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that there is good parenting.
1: Holy shit! Sorry. Speaking of good parenting, Catherine O'Hara is not a good parent to Macaulay Culkin <laughs> in this 1990s hit, Home Alone. Can we talk about Home Alone as a whole for a second? Because I, I I know the Christmas series, like series, is, are encompassed in these lists. Why didn't they stop at three?
0: Um, because of uh this thing they're, called money.
1: No, but they didn't make money. There's no reason. I know, I know. They're terrible movies. They are. Four and five shouldn't exist. The new one, not bad. I don't know if you got to finally catch it yet.
0: Uh yeah, we did put it on kind of while things were packing.
1: Don't you hate and, that little fucking kid? Like you just
0: oh, fucking I hate that guy. And he's British. Ugh. <laughs> Not that I have anything against the British, but it just makes them seem even more, like, snotty.
1: Yeah, and they, like, loser. Yeah. It um, wasn't
0: horrible, but nothing stands up to Home Alone 1 and 2. But to be totally honest with you, if I had to choose a Home Alone movie to watch, it would always be Home Alone 2, Lost in New York.
1: Interesting.
0: Why? i i I just feel like that one touches more on the the christmas spirit
1: yeah
0: whereas home alone like he's he's just in his house and these guys are trying to break into it while his family is on vacation and and it is christmas time but i feel like home alone 2 is more of a christmas movie because it I don't know, it explores the idea of Kevin McAllister and his love for the holiday season and stuff like that.
1: And the two turtle doves.
0: Yeah. All and right. the creepy the creepy bird lady. So, so yeah, nice. that was nice. That's definitely a nice movie.
1: Here's one that I don't know if we'd agree, and I'm just I'm guessing because of your affinity for puppets. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. A Muppet Christmas Carol <laughs> starring Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy.
0: And you know what I, you know that I sure love my Muppets and puppets and inanimate object things.
1: I actually do love the Muppets. So I was going to say this is a nice list because it's a nice ab- adaptation to like the 1950s classic, A Christmas Carol.
0: While it is more enjoyable than but You don't want to put the, the original right in your
1: eye. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. Stocking stuffer, maybe. Stock. It's definitely gonna have to be a stocking stuffer for me, just because it's 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 like some of these other movies. You know, if it's on, I'm not gonna stop to watch it. But if it's part of like a hey, we're gonna watch a bunch of Christmas movies, and let's put this on. Like, you know, this is might be the movie that I talk through or do shots.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Um, this movie. I put on the list because a list told me to, but I don't believe it's actually a Christmas movie. It is The Nightmare Before Christmas. 1993, Danny Elfman and Catherine O'Hara. This is a Halloween movie to be played at Halloween before Christmas. This is like 100%. the last thing you watch before Christmas movies. So it's on the naughty list because I this, so.
0: Yeah, I agree. This is a transitional holiday film. I like how but, you're giggling yeah. at that. <laughs> I just, I just like the idea of a transitional holiday film, like a movie that you can only watch like the last half of, of October to mid December, where it's okay to watch the nightmare before Christmas. Cause you're right between the two, the two seasons.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. Start, uh, kicking off another trilogy. We got the Santa Claus, just the first one, 1994, Tim Allen and judge Reinhold. This movie it was so magical when I was a child. I would have like six still, years still, old.
0: It still is magical.
1: This movie is great. There's it nothing is. wrong with the first one. The second one is a stocking stuffer, and the third one should not exist.
0: Yeah, I, I'd say the second one has its good moments, um, but they really went the Disney route and just kind of went to the extreme, whereas I think they were playing it kind of safe with uh, the first one. Yeah, but like, this is a movie that I will watch all the time. My favorite, like some of my favorite, like Christmas lines and one liners are from this, this movie.
1: Lay one on us.
0: Well, now you put me on the spot. I can't do it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to think of like one standout I don't know, line there, in that movie. Maybe
0: not necessarily like one liners, but there's, there's so many like good scenes, you know, like when he gets really fat. Yeah. And he wakes up and he goes back to the office and are like, what the hell happened? He's like, uh, bee sting. Hell of a bee. <laughs> and then, well, then they order lunch and he orders so much stuff. And then someone's like, well, that was one hell of a bee. <laughs>
1: yeah. and, um, I uh, also like, the only thing that I will say is they kept all the characters from the first movies and made them like mythical figures. Like Father Time is his boss in the first movie. I thought that was pretty sweet
0: father time was his boss in the first movie.
1: So it's the same guy it's played by, or the same guy plays both characters. And it was like the, I guess the whole theory is like not only were the elves like sprinkled throughout the first movie to like help guide Scott Calvin, but his boss who worked at the toy factory was father time.
0: Oh yeah. That's right. That's right.
1: Do you know who didn't work at a toy factory, but worked at a mattress factory? Arnold Schwarzenegger's character in Jingle All The Way, starting him, Sinbad, and Rita Wilson.
0: And also a young Anakin Skywalker.
1: Yeah, it's really bad that he didn't act after this movie. I guess people bullied the hell out of him for the way he flew an X-Wing.
0: He did never flew an X-Wing.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Jingle All The Way, another classic Christmas movie, I think. Um it's you're you're also missing one very, very important actor in that that movie.
1: Ah, uh, well, Phil Hartman wasn't top billed, but yes.
0: But yeah, that's that's Phil Hart- Hartman.
1: Or are you talking about Booster?
0: <laughs> yeah, Booster. Nobody likes you, Booster. Dude, that literally um,
1: got texted to me yesterday. Really? <laughs> yeah, we were we were talking about getting a gift. And I was like, Yeah, the one with the lasers and the rock 'em sock'em robots. He goes, It's terrible time. And then the text message replies back, is like, You better not give me booster.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I know. It's um this movie is it's great because this kind of when you think about it, this is kind of like the opposite of a Christmas story. In the sense where a Christmas story is about a kid and all he wants is this toy and stuff like that, right? And he, but then, Jingle All the Way is about a parent doing all they can to get their kid the like the biggest toy of the season.
1: It's Jingle Time,
0: uh, and this was you know later on when Arnold Schwarzenegger started doing more of those uh, campy fun movies. Um, this movie is it's just over, all around great, with one of the greatest Arnold Schwarzenegger lines ever.
1: It's turbo time.
0: No, no.
1: Put the cookie down (laughs) now.
0: (laughs) So good. So good. That's like up there with it's
1: not a tumor. (laughs) So fun fact about my sister and I, and she might kill me for saying this on the podcast, but she only listens half the time. So whatever. Sometimes when we're rushing through stores at Christmas, and we're trying to get past like people, we both look at each other and we'll be like, and we'll just do it as we're trying to rush through stores. And it's so funny, so embarrassing, but I love it. And does
0: it work? Do people get out of your way?
1: No, but it's just we're racing ourselves, I guess, to get to wherever we have to go. Oh, nice. I, I remember doing that like um shortly after actually it was a year my my brother passed. We went to go pick up some of my stuff from where I was living to bring it back home. And we stopped at Costco to pick up some stuff for the family. And I remember that was like the first time after everything that we like seriously laughed for like a good 10 minutes because we like, she started doing that in Costco and like, you know, when like things happen that you're sad. Yeah. That was like the first time where I was like, things are going to be all right. And we just died laughing because we're like rushing through this Costco like, that's a that's a comic, you but and she puts on the accent too, and it's great. Uh, <laughs> next up, wait, we're Actually, putting that on the nice list, right?
0: Yeah, that's definitely on the nice list. you know, um, the scene where they're it's right after that, where they're in the uh radio station, and then Sid Bad's character has like the, <laughs> the box, like, this is a bomb. <laughs> i'm like wow they really like did not the it's kind of ironic because like their like postal bombs were kind of a thing still he he, he
1: jokes about it he's like how many people pretend there's bombs there's no bombs holy shit it was real
0: yeah (laughs) which is kind of ironic but yeah moving on what's the next one
1: well i could only pick one version of this and there's the benedict cumberbatch version there's the burl lives one There is no other compared to Jim Carrey, Jeffrey Tambor, Taylor Momsen, and that 2000 live action, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There's got to be something above the nice list. This is, this is a Pantheon uh, Pantheon movie to me. You have to watch this movie once a year without negotiation.
0: Uh, I haven't seen this movie in a little while, but it is a good movie.
1: Like this is another one where people quote it all the time. It's a, Popular sound bites on TikTok.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and and Jim Carrey really brings a well, like everyone's seen the the original cartoon version of this, right? Yes, and I think Jim Carrey's portrayal of the Grinch really kind of took what we knew from the original cartoon and just expanded on it. And he made it kind of like he made it his own character, but it was also the same character that everyone knew.
1: Yeah, this, he, th- it
0: is a great movie.
1: Um I, I do believe some people are born to play characters. And that was the one like that is one that he was like meant for. Like what what's one line that always comes to your head when it, when you think of the Grinch? Uh, I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. What? What? When uh, he's going over his schedule, I crack up every single time. It's like one o'clock, wallow in self pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Just great. Just great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was
0: definitely definitely a nice list.
1: Nice. Nice list. All right. Not a Christmas movie coming up. We've got another. We've actually got a a Hanukkah movie starring Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider. 2002's Eight Crazy Nights, which was an animated film about. uh, Was it? Did he actually play himself?
0: Adam Sandler? Yeah.
1: I can't remember.
0: I don't remember. I think. Yeah, because. Oh, no. Oh, no. His name is Davey. Davey. But it literally looks like Adam Sandler. Like it's him. But he just got a different name.
1: Who oh Adam Sandler did play Whitey. That that's a technical foul. Yeah. Great movie.
0: Yeah. Um
1: It's uh, hard it's hard to put this one on the naughty list because there's no other movie like it. Like a mainstream Hanukkah movie. Mm-hmm. It
0: And it's weird though, because it's it's was marketed as a christmas movie but it's a hanukkah movie
1: yeah i mean the the box art has a reindeer and christmas lights
0: yeah like 100 it is if you were to look at the poster for this movie it literally looks like a christmas movie but it it's there oh there's a there's the menorah in there but then there's also a christmas tree so i don't know it It's one of those like in-between movies. He's living uh, in a
1: trailer, or is that a mailbox? Yeah, it's a trailer. Also, do you see the tagline for the movie?
0: Featuring an all-new installment of the Hanukkah song?
1: No, the ultimate battle between naughty and (laughs) nice. That's
0: like this episode of the Seen on Screen podcast.
1: I'm going to tell you, man, it's going to be hard for us to find some naughty movies going down the the stretch, because the next one here is an absolute banger. Will Ferrell, Zoe Dejanelle, two thousand and three. We've already talked about this movie once. Everybody talks about it all the time. I literally bought a box of cereal about it. It's Elf.
0: Yep, nice list. You remember being in uh, high school and right around Christmas time when every every class we'd be watching movies. When this movie came out, um, every single class that I was in. Like the week before Christmas, we would be watching this movie. But the thing is, is that every class would start the movie from the beginning. So for about a week straight, I saw the first 40 minutes of Elf over and over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. (laughs) Great. All right. Moving on.
1: Found a naughty one. Yeah. Bad Santa. Billy Bob Thornton, Bernie Mac 2003. This movie might have done better if it didn't come out right beside the mega movie that was Elf, but it was also not great. It was about a bad Santa.
0: No. Yeah, it was. It was like a bad. It was like about a mall Santa that was bad, did bad things. Just not very good. I I don't think this this is like a, a TV movie that if there's nothing else on, you'd watch it. But I don't know anyone that goes out of the way to watch bad Santa.
1: Honestly, I don't think I'd even watch it if it was the only thing on. Mm hmm. Would you watch the next one, the Polar Absolutely.
0: Express? Absolutely. You know what? This movie alone was what I used to test my sound system to make sure that uh, the subwoofer was working. <laughs> that first scene with the train coming in—so good. That's Wait, the are we, Polar we talking Bear about Express.
1: Harry Potter? Or are we talking about Bad Santa? <laughs> no, <we're not laughs> I mean, the Polar, Polar Express, the
0: Polar Ex- Polar Bear Express, or is it just the Polar Express? I don't it's know. It's called the Polar but Express. This was one of the first movies with like the live action mocap so a lot of people felt this movie was like kind of weird because it was in that uncanny valley where they looked real but they were clearly cg
1: but they also do that for the jim carrey um christmas carol
0: yes and that is one of my all-time favorite christmas movies the jim carrey 3d one
1: yeah i didn't make the list
0: I know, uh, but Polar Bear (laughs) Express, not or nice, (laughs) naughty, no, super nice, great movie. Watch it every year.
1: All right, what about the next one? (sighs) Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, 2004's Christmas with the Cranks. I think when it came to this movie, um, like this was a uh, a favorite around my house because like we kind of grew up watching Tim Allen. We liked Home Improvement a lot of the same kind of like comedy there's a lot of slapstick humor in this film which is great but it's also like just those quippy little one-liners that you don't really get anymore um i love this movie it's it's a fun movie i'm trying to think who the the annoying neighbor is oh it's dan Aykroyd. yeah it's like i like this movie i'd say it's a good movie I, i i defer to your to you for where we end up on the list.
0: I I'm going to have to say this is a stocking stuffer. Like it was a good movie, but I wouldn't say it really stands out as a must see Christmas movie.
1: That is 100% fair. The next one though, is a must see for every lady ever. Uh, That at least I know it's the holiday. Kate Winslet, uh, Jude law, Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, People switch places and experience new parts of lives because they're sick of their own lives. They all fall in love and happily ever after. Blah, 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 blah. A Christmas rom-com that's not even a com. It's just a Christmas romance drama movie.
0: Snowfest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but not in a good way. A young John Krasinski's in this movie. Um... Funnily enough, I just watched The Amazing Spider-Man 2 last night, preparing myself for... uh, Actually, that was like three nights ago. Uh, Preparing myself for Spider-Man No Way Home, and Paul Giamatti played the, the rhinoceros. But in this movie, he plays Santa Claus. Elizabeth Banks plays an elf's helper, and Vince Vaughn plays Santa's brother, Fred, in Fred Claus, this 2007 Christmas adaptation of what it would be like to be Santa's brother. I love this movie. I think it's a fun spin on a Christmas movie. I think it's different, and it approaches things in a very comical way.
0: Yeah, it takes a, a different spin on on the Christmas movies, where it's you know normally it's Santa just doing his own thing, but now we have uh, a fictional brother brought into the mix. You know, it makes Santa more relatable. Like he he's not the only one. I would say this is on the nice list. I'll give it to that.
1: Vince Vaughn then did uh, a movie with Reese Witherspoon for Christmases in 2008. Not a bad movie. It's kind of what it's like. I I think the whole premise of the movie, if I remember correctly, is um, they're both from broken families. So they both have a stepmother or they're both sets of uh, parents are separated. So they have to go to four Christmases. Yeah. And they want to skip Christmas and go to like the Bahamas or something. Yeah. And it just doesn't work out.
0: They like, you know, it's not a bad movie, but it's, I feel like this is a movie more for the ladies.
1: More for the ladies.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd agree. It's a stocking stuffer. It's not downright naughty, but it's right. Yeah. Like it's something that if it's on, I like Vince Vaughn enough that I'll keep it on. I like Reese Witherspoon. It's, it's good.
0: Yeah. All right. (sighs) We got two more on this list.
1: Here is your modern day response to Christmas vacation 2015. It was the night before Christmas and Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Anthony Mackie run amok across the city. I love this movie. Like this is up there in my top five. I have to watch every year or it's like a non-negotiable. It's funny. I remember going to this movie with some friends and before the movie, we were all at dinner and she's like, we're going to a holiday movie. We're going to a holiday movie. And she was like, it was a Christmas movie at the end of it. And that made that to get her approval on a Christmas movie, I thought it was really nice, but I love this movie so much. It's just so funny. So entertaining. And it, it's different because it's all, it's all about the story about how they're all obsessed or the one guy's all obsessed about going to this Christmas party every year that they never get an invite to. And they're trying to like wean this guy off this behavior, but they're also like cognizant of their friend being like, like, Hurt and mourning on Christmas. I, I I I just watch it all the time. I
0: I agree. I think the movie is great, but for a Christmas movie, I think part of it needs to be able, like the movie needs to be accessible and enjoyable by all. And this movie has a lot of humor and stuff like that. That is, you know, you have to kind of be okay with, you know, like a little bit of the drug culture and you know the the dirty jokes and, and whatnot, or like even, you know, um, eight crazy nights, you know, that's more of an adult themed Christmas movie or holiday movie, but it still was accessible to younger people as well. So I don't know. You might not like my answer for this one, but I'm going to say this one's going to be a stocking stuffer. Boo! Sole purpose for the sole purpose of it's not as openly accessible to people of all Ages and beliefs or acceptance of current Um, modern day social norms.
1: I mean, the scene where Seth Rogen goes to mass and throws up and then thinks he's going to die because he's Jewish is pretty funny.
0: Yes. I'm not saying it's not funny, but I'm saying, you know, it's not a movie that I think like my parents would enjoy because they're not down with some of that stuff that goes on in that movie. So
1: They're, they're not down to clown.
0: No, they ain't.
1: All right. Final one.
0: You know what? This one is the daughter of Santa Claus. Yeah, this one was a big uh, surprise, tbh, because it was uh, one of the big things that was advertised on Disney Plus when it first launched, right? Or like when it was still in its infancy. And I was pleasantly surprised with it.
1: We're talking about Noelle, Anna Kendrick, and Bill Hader.
0: Yeah, it was actually surprisingly good.
1: It was like, it was kind of like Elf, where she was completely oblivious to real world issues and problems. And she was like, yeah, everything needs to be sweet and loving and awesome. But I don't know. It gave, it, it was a different sense of whims- whimsicalness and hope. I think it was just, mm-hmm. it was a good all around family movie.
0: Yeah. And I think with some of these more modern day, christmas movies especially that are made by disney they are too corny and too campy for people over the age of like 15 to really enjoy but this one it had just it it kind of had that the santa claus vibe you know like where there was enough for older people to enjoy and it wasn't overly corny or anything like that but no, this is this is was a surprisingly good movie and I really did enjoy it.
1: I did as well. Did did uh did we miss anything on your list that you'd want to put as an honorable mention?
0: Uh there was that Netflix one.
1: The Netflix one.
0: Um with what's his name? Um Who played Are the dad? About- who played the dad in um
1: the Christmas Guardians
0: Chronicles. of the Galaxy. Yeah, the Christmas Chronicles.
1: Guardians of the Galaxy starring Chris Pratt.
0: He's so cool.
1: Oh, you don't know don't the, the audio thing. board. No, I
0: don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Christmas Chronicles, that was a 2018 movie with uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Um, did you watch that one?
1: I did. Yes.
0: What did you think of it?
1: I thought it was all right. It was uh, like they made a second one and that's kind of what. Uh, Netflix just likes to hang on to money, right? So Yes, they
0: do. The first one, though, was pretty good. I, I really thought that that one, like, we kind of put it on just thinking, uh, whatever, this might be horrible, might be good. But I was actually pr- quite surprised with it. So it's one of those movies that I think um, kind of flew under the w- radar for some people, unless you were really up on the, the Christmas movies and Netflix. Um,
1: you missed a good opportunity to say up on the host top.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um the only one I would have put on the list, which I didn't cuz it it's it's not fully a Christmas movie, it's about a Christmas party <laughs> would be Office Christmas Party. Uh stellar ensemble and cast. I think it's a it's a it's a very solid kind of like mega film. Like you have Jason Bateman, Jennifer Aniston, like that group of people. Um good overall movie. I don't but it's think more I've seen that the- one. I think you'd enjoy it. It's all—it's all about um, a company um, that's told they can't have a Christmas party, but the boss really wants to treat everybody, so he goes all out for a Christmas party, and chaos ensues. Kate oh yeah, Kate I don't—I don't,
0: don't have—I haven't seen this movie.
1: Um, check it out.
0: Maybe I will. Maybe I will.
1: I think you should, but uh, I also think it's time that we sign off for the holidays. Um, we're, we're taking a week and then we'll be back for a New Year's special and then we might not be back until the second week of January. David and I need some time to recharge, spend some time with some family, some loved ones, each other. But more importantly, we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holidays, a Happy Hanukkah, a Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, did I miss any?
0: Festivus for the rest of us.
1: All of those. We <laughs> just want you to, to enjoy the holidays, be with your family, be with your loved ones. Have fun. Be joyous. Enjoy our show in two weeks. Enjoy this show. If you have feedback, send it to us. David, you got anything?
0: Uh, No, it, it's it's even though it's not like the end of the year for us, um, I it's it's been a good year. And I think uh, we we owe a lot to our listeners. And uh, I just want to thank everyone for sticking with us over the last year. And I hope that your holidays, you know, I hope you get your Red Rider BB gun.
1: Thank you. I hope you get your Red Rider BB gun. (laughs) But go go crazy, be gluttonous, play video games, watch movies, play board games if you're thinking about the meeples. And we'd also be remiss if we didn't say that Owen was supposed to be on the show tonight. Yeah, but he's a jerk. He he had other (laughs) commitments and couldn't make it. He is still our good friend for you Meeple listeners. Yeah,
0: but doesn't mean he's not a jerk. He's on the naughty list until further
1: notice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Owen is on the naughty list. But for myself and David, who are on the nice list, we want to yeah. thank you all for listening. And we'll see you on our next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast.